The truth is we could spend another 30 episodes talking about gentrification and never really get to the crux of all the issues because there are so many contributing factors when dealing with gentrification. Our goal was to tell our stories, include facts, and give the basics of what it is like to watch our cities change. As someone who has spent most of my life moving around, it has been devastating to go back to a city and see the loss of its charm and character. All these places becoming uniform and identical, tall luxury apartments replacing mom and pop storefronts, chain restaurants replacing delicious ethnic foods cooked by someone's grandmother in a small back kitchen, and lots of coffee shops selling specialty roasted small batch beans for $7 a cup. There is not much we can do to stop gentrification, so we must be conscious of its effects and speak out against the displacement of older, long-term, lower-income residents of color. Once a neighborhood loses its identity and becomes just like all the other whitewashed cities, the older community has no means to survive. It is important that we do all we can to preserve our communities of color while we still can. I want to do a quick thanks to everybody who helped me on this project. I would really like to say thank you to the friends and family who allowed me to interview them and speak to them about gentrification. I would especially like to thank my mother, who not only spoke with me at length about the underlying issues of gentrification, but was constantly reading and rereading my work. Her unwavering support allowed me to create this podcast. Lastly, I wish to thank my professor, Laura Jacobs, who inspired me this semester to stay true to my word and find my voice. Thank you.